1: Hi, this is Rahul. Today is uh, December 27th. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Radiant UNPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer.
2: Divi? Hi,
1: can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Now no, you muted yourself, Divi. Okay. Go ahead. Working now?
3: Yeah. Yes. First go- of all, thank you so much for uh, setting up these calls. I've been on this once <laughs> before and it was really helpful. Uh, right sure. now, I wanted to ask about a question where uh, I'm currently on my initial H1 and I haven't been uh, for stamping yet. I have an appointment coming up in Jan uh, in Canada because I also have uh, the PR landing uh, there. However, uh, I'm in the edge of my H1, uh, uh, initial H1, so my company applied for extension for me. And uh, that extension... I just got an RFE this morning. I don't know the reason yet because it was updated this morning. So, would that affect my travel in any way? Uh, should I go for the appointment now or not? Um, there are a lot of questions uh, when, around when, that
1: when, is, when is the appointment?
3: 5th of January.
1: I would avoid it. If it's an RFE, the USCS is questioning something which is in limbo. While you're in limbo, you are traveling to Canada and applying. And I did you list it that you're staying in USA or you listed you're staying in Canada?
3: I'm in the uh, US right now. And it's it says no. that,
1: yeah. No, but in the DS-160 form, when you make an appointment, mm-hmm. did you say, are you a Canadian resident?
3: No, uh, I'm still in the US. So uh, I haven't gotten my PR yet, only after. No, I I what mentioned you I mention- US. US. Thank
1: you. So that, that part you did very good, but I still want you to avoid going while your H-1B extension is an RFE. I do not want to take a risk. Cancel it, rebook it after you get an appoint, uh, approval. Okay? okay? But you can still go to Mexico and get the green card. And, uh, sorry, to Canada and get the green card and come back. PR and come back.
3: Uh, that was the question. So uh, the revalidation, auto-revalidation, will that work for me? So avoid the appointment, finis- go
1: avoid the appointment, go for the uh, automatic revalidation and come back. And whichever date you book, though, I may want you to, I I don't know if you possibly can go before that time, because when you cancel, I don't know, CBP get the notifications properly or not. In other words, I would rather want you to go this weekend itself, if you can, for the landed immigrant status. Uh,
3: Meaning like, I I didn't understand, meaning uh, my appointment, what update I, I your, didn't appoint,
1: that. your appointment is January 5th is right yeah. mm-hmm. so if you travel after January 5th theCPP won't if the CBP gets confused hey this guy made an appointment is he eligible for automatic revalidation okay mm-hmm. the the answer is yes if as long as you didn't went you're fine. But I don't want to have the CBP get confused. Mm -hmm. I want you to go right now, probably tomorrow, and come back in two days before January 5th. Okay. 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 Next person,
4: please.
3: Thank
5: you. Uh, Hi, sir. Uh, My name is Bharat. I spoke with you a couple of times before as well. My question here is, uh, my H-1B petition got approved on September 6th, but I haven't received uh, my approval notice yet. So, I have raised a FOIA request as per your suggestion, twice, Mm -hmm. but they responded that there are no records found. The problem here is I approved for a counselor appointment on January 18th as per the consultancy. They told me to proceed with the schedule but now they are saying uh, they haven't received a approval notice yet and they wanted to reschedule the again one one more column is uh, wait I wait wait
1: is the consultancy company are you working with that company right now no no, no i'm
5: uh, i'm working in india and they have consultancies from us
1: well i don't know if they're just trying to take you for a ride did you pay them the money
5: Yes, but uh, all other colleagues from our team uh, received all the approvals and the uh, documents as well. for the Yeah,
1: H-1-V. do you know that it's a crime to pay the money and receive the money for H1V?
5: Yes.
1: Yeah, uh, you're speaking with the wrong person. I'm not the right person for you, okay? Next person, please. Thank because you. these are all fraudulent companies. Even if you come here, they'll throw you out at a later date. But they disappear. They make your money on you. But Anyway, people won't listen
6: to me. Next, Blinkit, go ahead. Hi, Rahul Garo. Good morning, Andy. Thank you for the session. Yeah. yeah, actually, I got my GC EAD in 2021 and it's going to expire in June 2023. I have H1 valid until 24 October. Um, so, due to some personal emergency, I had to travel to India in November 22. So, I came back and using AP, uh, so they mentioned mm-hmm. it as Parole and AOS in the stamping. Mm-hmm. So again, second mm-hmm. time I have to go in June. So again, I came mm-hmm. back with uh, Parole 2023. So now I am mm-hmm. supposed to renew my GC EAD. So, mm-hmm. uh, so the immigration status uh, during last arrival, what it would be? Is it like a H-1B or it? You am can, supposed to Are you speaking
1: how how to fill out the form? in the EAD or in the, in the I-131 extension?
6: Yeah, I-765, yeah. <coughs>
1: yeah, just put H-1B, you're good.
6: H-1B, it's good, right? Even though I entered and
1: yeah. rolled, you, so. you Next person, you're asking the same question again.
6: Thank you so much. Delete.
1: Next person.
7: Hey, good morning, Rahul. Uh, quick question. Um, a US employer has uh, you know filed a H-1B uh, to my brother and uh, mm-hmm. it got approved. And uh, when he went to the uh, visa appointment, he got the yellow slip, 221G. Mm-hmm. And uh, they asked the end client letter w- with a letterhead stating that there is a vacancy
1: for that position. And What's the company's name that filed for the H1B for your brother? Where is your Gar- brother? Uh, in India right now. What's the company's name? Gar Technologies. How do you spell?
6: G
7: A R Gar Technologies.
1: And did you pay the money to them?
7: No, they have filed it. It's in New Jersey, Mount Laurel.
1: Ram Kutumbadi.
7: Katubadi. Katubadi. They're also asking the itinerary services uh, showing the agreement uh, between the two companies and the you know location of the services where the uh, you know services will be done. So and where is it. A,
1: where is the location of the services? They're listed as um, it's
7: Lance- in Seattle,
1: Lancy, Lance- Lacy- see
7: Lacy. 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 Yeah, it's Alliance uh, Project. It's in Seattle. It's an actual client
1: they have. Well, then they need to provide the contract, end client and everything from them then.
7: Yeah, the employer states that, uh, you know, the client cannot provide the end client since the uh, candidate is not in the U.S. Is there any kind of a justification that we can provide to the U.S.? Yes.
1: The only thing you can do is that if the project is soundproof and you think so, the project is very good, suing the the, uh, Department of State would be very good because... In the U.S. courts, though, they already said that asking the end client is not needed for approving the H-1B. So right. we can use the same principle to file the court case for them. Uh, but the company has to be genuine, the product has to be genuine, everything has yeah, to be genuine, up. which seems to be. If it's all yeah. genuine, then should go for, you should go for suing the USCS. Okay. And you can contact this lawyer by name only if it's genuine. Not the other yes. gentleman, okay? Yes. And you can contact this lawyer by name, Stephen Brown, if you're interested. In, okay? I'll give you the video, how to contact him. And also, you need to listen to the video, though. Sure. Okay? Okay, then. Thank you. Then. Next person, please. Only if it's genuine.
7: Yes, definitely.
1: 90% yeah. of them are not genuine, according to me. No,
7: no. Next person.
2: Yeah, thanks. You're
8: good, you good, Hi Rahul, Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, My daughter has EAD and advanced parole in EB3. Now I have to apply uh, my daughter's uh, EAD IP in EB2 because uh, um, I got my GC in EB2 uh, and uh, you advised me earlier uh, that my daughter should get EAD, advanced parole in EB2 so that she can travel uh, without any issues. Uh, so okay, but question, I
1: want you to apply in both categories though, EB2 and E B3. Uh,
8: yes, yeah. She got it in, in E B3 already.
1: She has the advanced Okay. okay. Yeah. So but good. Okay, you're applying in EB2. Okay. What's the question? Mm-hmm.
8: Now the question, um, now how do I tell like while applying this AP uh, in E B2, right? How do I tell them in just give to... the
1: you just you should just give them the receipt notice of E B2 for it for application?
8: EB2-485 uh, EB2 application? Do I need to specify anywhere in uh, that form? Uh, no.
1: Uh-huh. No, when you give the supporting documents, okay. in the supporting documents, you have to provide under what basis you're asking for the EAD and oh. Advanced Pro. Then you will provide the supporting documents are 485 spending. The 485 is what 485? Show them the receipt oh. notice. You show them the receipt notice of 485. After E-E-B- EB2. EB2, okay.
8: Uh, thank you, Rahul. I already contacted your office uh, regarding this and I'll, I'll uh, uh, I mean, for filing this uh, uh, assistance, uh, then I'll provide the required okay. documents. Yeah, thank you. Okay, sounds good then.
1: Next person, please. Puneet.
9: Uh, hi, Rahul, can you hear me? Just go ahead. Hello. Yeah. Hi, Just Rahul, go ahead good morning. Uh, this is Puneet. Uh, my wife's I ninety four is getting expired uh, due to passport expiry uh, in August. So due to medical reasons, you know, she can't travel out of uh, U.S. right now. Uh, so can I apply, you know, uh, I-539 uh, for I-9 correct I-539. The-
1: I-539. Yeah, she's an H-4. I- yes, she's an H-4. Absolutely, you can. She doesn't have to go outside the country. It's only one of the options. If she can't travel, go for the I-539. You can absolutely do so. So
9: uh I mean uh if that i9 if if that i539 is not approved uh you know after she can, uh, you know, August she, 20 August so, of yeah.
1: she can stay in the country if you file the extension before her expiration okay okay sir. yeah okay i I, Next
9: I, I mean i don't need to worry about that extension right i don't need to worry about that you know extension time right you know I, I, nah. it doesn't uh, i don't need to worry about you know, how much time it's going
1: to take no 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 you don't need to worry okay. about it Next person, please. Thank you, Sam? Sam, go ahead. Sam, you have to unmute. Uh, can you unmute him? Sam? Yeah. Hey, uh, Mr. Rao, wow, I'm
10: a big fan. When you do the um, Tuesday bulletin, I, I always sure, see sir. what... Thank uh, you. Thank you very much. Uh, I am a F2 and uh, my, one of my friends, he applied for uh, EB3 uh, skilled labor for me and I got I-140 approved. Uh, is Which there any country are from, Sam? India.
1: Okay. That's a waiting list is a long time. Okay.
10: So is there any way I can get uh, EAD in any circumstances or anything?
1: Oh, you mean to say compelling circumstances EAD. No, you must be an H1B for that. No. There's no EAD basis for you. Okay.
10: okay. So okay. I have to just wait and watch. That's right. Um, one more okay. question on my my wife, she's getting her graduation in uh, respiratory therapy in May 2023. When she has to apply for uh, H1B or H1 or uh, the Piedmont Hospital, they said they're going to apply for green card. So if the Piedmont Hospital is uh, applying for green card, what will be the, the criteria for her?
1: Green, g- green card won't be allowing her to work though. They need to apply for H one B. The problem with the respiratory therapist is they don't require any specific degree, do they? Um, no, I think no, no, because I know my wife is a occupational therapist, um, so I know what a respiratory therapist is. I know what a speech therapist is. I know what a physical therapist is. Respiratory therapist does not require a degree, so she's not eligible for H one B. By applying the green card, though, she won't get any benefit. Though, what yeah. she can do is try to see if she can super-specialize in the respiratory therapist itself, and she and she has to get a degree. I don't know if there is a degree in respiratory therapist.
10: She's getting her bachelor's actually.
1: Yeah. Okay, but in general, respiratory therapists do not require a bachelor's degree. No, so no. My in general.
10: Is going to Georgia state right now and getting a
1: degree. So let me explain though. I said the position must require a specific degrees, right? Mm, I'm not sure. I will tell you for the H1B, the position must require a specific degree. You're telling that your wife will get a degree. That's a secondary issue though. The first issue would be that does a respiratory therapist require a specific degree? The answer is no. So she must be in such a position where it's common to the industry and common to the company to require a specific degree. So I don't know if there is any other position that can get her to a position that must require a specific degree. Because in general, respiratory therapists do not require a degree. You got my point?
10: Yeah. Uh, But the Piedmont hospital, they they said they're going to hire her because she's already doing the internship in the Piedmont hospital. Hire her on what basis? And they're going to file for the uh, green card. They said,
1: I don't know what about for the green card. see, See, they're getting confused. Is that right? They think so that by applying for the green card, people get an employment authorization document. But they don't know that your wife is from India. Yep. Indians have a waiting list of approximately 10 years to get to the EAD level. So they didn't understood that. So you need to discuss with them whether Piedmont Hospital, that's in uh, uh, that's in uh, Atlanta, right?
10: Atlanta, Georgia.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember my wife worked there. Um, so yeah, they, you need to check with them if they would be willing to do H1B. If so is it required for all the respiratory therapists there to apply uh, to apply for the to get the h1b okay so you need to check with them h1b green card is not the proper thing for her next so person first, please go for the x1 right Muhammad. yeah if but it's going to be tough to get the h1b for her next person please
2: Mohamed? uh go ahead uh hello hi there can you hear me, sir? Yes, I can go ahead.
11: Yeah. So, yeah. so the thing is, sir, my uh, I came into India for my H1B stamping, which was on December 7th for Dropbox. Mm-hmm. And uh, current, mm-hmm. as of December 21st, it showed uh, refused. I have my passport with me, which gave me 221 G slip asking me to appear for uh, interview process. Uh, there is no mm-hmm document asked or anything uh, that's just asked me to come for an interview on 30th of january which is approximately mm-hmm. five days from now on december 24th fourth a day before uh, christmas my uh, employer came with hr and they said me they are terminating due to layoff at the company and bad quarter on december 30th this month in the next four days or three days what are my no, but when is when is your interview you said january 30th
1: you need to withdraw your application because if you don't have a job, you're not supposed to go for the interview. Okay?
11: But how do I withdraw? So because it's already under admin processing right now.
1: Yeah, by write an email Hello? to the email address. It's write all... an email. huh Hello, Mustafa. Yes. Can you listen to me?
11: Yes, yes. Sir. Send
1: an email to the consulate general email address that you have been drawing your application for H1B okay give so them the that detail, would save me whatever. from getting rejected that is right that will save you from getting rejected
11: okay, okay. next options or next steps do i have to find another employer in the next 60 mm-hmm. days and uh, why does you have,
1: why do you have to find in next 60 days when because, when you, you were here in h1b for a while right
11: yeah, I was here for two months. Uh, uh, my H1 started in October. I was in October. I was also in November. And December 2nd is the day when I flew from United States. I reached on December got it. Th-
1: Yeah, so there is no 60 days for you. You can get a H1B in the next 60 days. It could be next 60 years, 90 years, not more than 90 years. Because I don't think so you're going to live longer than that.
6: My,
11: my H1 current status, the recent that was filed to me, was picked this year in March. I was picked in the... You lobby. told me that.
1: Yes. It's October 1st as a start date. You told me that.
11: And it so there is no uh, 2025, basically, three years of H1B. I got for three years.
1: I got it. I got it. So you can get a H1B from a different company at any point of time in your lifetime and come back to the United States by getting a stamping. Okay.
11: When I contacted Thank you off. The H R s and. Unmute him, please, sir. Uh, the thing is, like when I contacted some of the H R s and uh, other employees for another interview and all, they said me, as you are not in United States, we won't be able to transfer your H one or give you an employment as you are not in United States. It was both from a uh, few of the companies and also from few of the consultants. Wait, I'm wait,
1: not- wait, wait! They're right in their own things. You need to find a company to file a H one B for you to get a H one B to come into the United States. They won't be able to transfer it, but they can file a consular processing. It's if you don't know how, what, if you don't know what a consular processing is, you need to Google it. And if you need more information, how to approach the companies, you can have a consultation. I will tell you how to approach. You are already counter to a H one B. You don't need to. So the way you are approaching is, you, when you tell them to file a H one B, they don't understand. You tell them you're already counted the h one H1B number. Next person, please.
2: Vaishnavi? Yeah, hi,
1: Rahul. Hi, yes, sir. go ahead. to uh,
5: Vaishnavi's husband. So we have valid the uh, H4EAD and which is expiring on end of the March and we applied for extinction and we got the new AD card with the old expiration date. Uh, It's supposed to be come by next year, like September of next year. uh,
1: Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. wait. You're speaking about EAD card or you're speaking of what card? H4EAD. So you filed for an extension, but the extension came only until March of 2023 or what date you said?
5: Yes. So we have a world card and which is expiring on March 2023. And we got the new card and it is also expiring on the same date.
1: Just file one
5: more extension. Oh, okay. Easy. File one more extension. Uh, There is no way because uh, we can correct the card or, you know, uh, is there any other ways?
1: You can correct the card too, but you can do that. But do file another H4EAD because sometimes correction might take two years, but this will take only six months. Okay. Got it. Yeah, sure. Okay
2: next question hi uh thanks for taking my call this is my first time here um uh hello rahul i needed one um, advice on uh, i94 date because my i94 is expiring on 10th jan and uh, i 485 adjustment of status is pending with uscis in eb3 category uh, my priority date is jan 2014 so my I ninety four, I need a, to you,
1: you, you have an you, you have an EADs, right?
2: Yeah, I have EAD and uh, AP combo card for me and my family, but which is valid till October, say first October twenty twenty three. But when I came this year in January, uh, they gave me EAD uh, like I ninety four for only one year on um, Los Angeles airport. Uh, so do you, I need you to ignore? You can ignore. You can ignore, you can ignore that I ninety four. Okay.
1: As long as your EAD advance parole is there until October of 2023, you're in good shape. Even though the I-90, this is the only rare case though. Don't follow anybody else who's listening. Don't follow my directions. Advance parole, you come in, they only give it for one year, but you can ignore it. You, you said to me, it's valid until October, 2023. You're in good shape.
2: Okay. My 485 okay. is pending. So we are good, right? Uh, uh, yes. unless we get a decision on it okay and uh you how soon say. i can apply for renewal of uh, uh six months and, uh, six, uh, six months before six months okay yeah. thank you so much okay I'm thank thanks. You. next person
4: uh, hi Rahul, can you hear me yes go ahead okay oh, thank you so um my priority date is is uh, 2013 october i know it's a long shot and I'm part of this standard group where we downgraded. What's your project? Did you say 2013?
1: 2000, uh, 2013, October,
4: 2013.
1: Okay, October. keep
4: going, keep going. So I'm part of this uh, standard group, which downgraded to EB3 and then interfiled to EB2. And all along my H1 and all the GC processing was by XYZ Bank USA. Mm-hmm. And all my payroll all along all the 10 years has been XYZ technologies, but the tax ID is different. So recently, our immigration from e they said, oh, we need to file uh, I-485J to correct, or not to correct, to file it as XYZ Technologies in January, because that's when it will be six months. So should I be doing that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I have been uh, listening to your videos, and I was yeah. trying to push back to them.
1: This uh, this EY is not your company, though. They're acting as no, immigration lawyers. Immigration right? law firm, yep. Yep, yep. Yeah, but they're not not—they're not licensed immigration lawyers either. Ask them the bar card number. They'll move out of you. I want okay. to know my, your bar card number. Just ask them. Everybody okay. who's practicing a law in the United States need to have a bar license. These eBay people don't have bar license in, they don't have, they're not even lawyers.
4: And our team is located in Ontario. <laughs> I
1: know where your team is located at. Yeah, that's the reason I'm telling you. Uh, uh, they're not lawyers, so they're trying to push the things. Some some of them are not legal, and just ask them, hey, can I have your bar card for my okay. record? They'll just they'll just shy away from you. Then you command them what to what to do. They'll do it. You don't need to. You're good. Only if there is an RFE, if there is an uh, AOS interview. You need to take the 485 j supplement. You don't need to do it right now. But otherwise, I don't
4: need to. Yeah,
1: yeah. they're trying to milk money from the company. Okay. Okay. And one
4: more thing. So if I go to India and I listen to the previous answer, so if I come back on AP, so my Mm advance parole is expiring in June, uh, July, end of July. So if I come Mm -hmm. one week before you said it was okay, so if I come back in July, but my EAD AP won't have a renewed EAD yet, and they mm-hmm. give me say one year uh, mm-hmm. I ninety-four. Yeah,
1: you can so still happens, work on the you yeah. can still work on the EAD for five hundred and forty days. But I am You're still advanced, on H1 though. So, yeah. That's fine. You can your H1B still continues. Oh, okay. And I can still file
4: okay. H1 extension because that's what they want to do. That's fine.
1: They didn't okay. make money in that way. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Yeah, I'm
4: not losing money, so I'm not arguing with them.
1: Yeah. Next person, please. But Shall no, be? filing for H-5 is not a good thing for you. H-1B, okay, that's fine.
4: Next. Person, so I won't please. even bring it up uh, because they only. Yeah. Next person, please. Shalbesh. Hi, um, the Shalb here. Um, yes, Shalab? I would like to know, um, if uh, visa appointments for family members B-2 visa is available or has it been started, uh, in Indian consulates? Uh,
1: it has been, but. If you look into the H1Bs and F1, they give priority to them. Mm -hmm. V2s are not priority. They are a little bit more backlogged than the F1s or H1s.
4: Okay. I mean, I am getting a date of 2025
1: and I was curious that if that's the right date. or. Uh, (laughs) Well, (laughs) thanks for the information. Yeah, I I would recommend not to make it keep trying again. 20 okay. is a long okay.
4: time. Yeah, okay. I mean for H1 I I got my date uh, next
1: next month but for I you, know I know I know they're giving preference to H1B but not B2s. Yeah, I hope okay. it gets better. But yeah, thank you so much. It me. will get better. It it is getting better. It will get better.
8: Okay, perfect. Perfect. Thank you.
12: Okay. So, hi, um hi Rahul. Uh like I uh, I have done my PhD in electrical engineering from IIT Delhi and I have been three years of post PhD experience in India. So my experience was basically on uh, like uh, teaching as well as research background. So recently I got right. an opportunity in USA with full scholarship mm-hmm. to oh. do an MS. So mm-hmm. I moved on here. Uh, like uh, Rahul, can you please suggest me if I should go for ED, EB2, NIW, or I shall complete my course, do OPT, and then uh, go for the green card route?
6: Both.
1: Uh, you you probably need to consider EB one A also. You know what that is?
12: Yeah, that is uh, the top one, right? Where extraordinary abilities.
1: Yeah, you should try to do that.
12: Okay, so that and doesn't require. You... Yeah,
1: go ahead, Rahul. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go
12: ahead. Yeah, I have many questions. Actually, Rahul, EB one A, uh, like it would be a little bit risky and going through the EB2 NIW route and then upgrade it to EB1 is something you would recommend
1: you can, because uh, you can, you right can do, I don't have
12: employer.
1: You can do both of them. You can try EB1A and if it, that fails, you can go EB2. I would okay. do that route because if you get EB1A, you don't need anything. Okay. I mean, you just file the 485, you're it. And I would yeah. recommend... To consult this lawyer, her name is Vanita, and um, and I uh, and before you consult, I want you to watch the video before you make an appointment, because there are points you have to note down, and you need to see which one you are eligible when you discuss with her. Though. Okay, so if you have a PhD from IIT, which is considered to be the number one institution in India, and you have three years and you're in a in a in a teaching field. I mean, you should be an ideal person to go for the EV1A.
12: Okay. okay. Uh, so, uh, thanks Rahul. Uh, so basically, I'm doing, I came On here. the parallel, So, Shruti,
1: Shruti, on parallelly, you mm-hmm. should also try to get the uh, OPT permit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and okay. That, that goes on parallelly though. That's okay. not contradicting this one, what I said. But if you get the EB1A, then when you file a 485, you get an EAD, you can do whatever you want to. It, it's going to be much easier for you. Okay? Oh yeah, definitely.
12: For EB2NIW, the queue is quite longer, right? That's the reason to getting it. Oh EAD longer.
1: Take- it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's longer than 10 years.
12: Okay? The, yeah. So, and we, one we do question. expect i uh-huh. doing a PhD from India. I came here for MS. Actually, I got a fully funded scholarship and that was a good route for me to come to US. So I did come here. But since I was, a, I already did my doctoral degree and now here I'm in US for an MS degree, though it's a fully funded scholarship one. Will it impact, is it having any negative impact for me on getting the EV1? No, pick? no,
1: no, no. There's nothing wrong in it. Even yeah. though you have a doctorate degree, which is recognized to be a doctorate degree in United States too. So you yeah. are from an accredited institution from India, though it's not like from unaccredited university. So you're yeah. good. Um, it will it look down? Yeah, if you were working in that field or if you're teaching, it would definitely would look much better. But just because yeah. you're going to school doesn't mean that it's going to look bad on you. Okay. Yeah. Thank in you post guys for coming.
12: School, I, I in post my school, Rahul, can I go for a teaching job again if I'm having an interest? I can use my old PhD degree and uh, try for teaching jobs here. Do you find such kind oh, of profiles? Yes, you I can. You,
1: yes, you can. You can. And yeah. then and if you go for a teaching profile, 95% of the time, you won't require a cap. You, don't re, you know the h one b lottery system, right?
12: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be cap exempt.
1: You got it right. And in fact, if you're working for an organization, the EB1A, and you may also be eligible for EB1B, but EB1B becomes sometimes a little bit tougher. The reason is that we are looking for a tenured position. I don't know if you understand tenured position, but you'll understand later on.
12: Yeah, I I have done, like definitely understand a little less, uh, but yeah, I have Googled regarding this. Yeah, tenured track positions. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. So one last question, and then after that, I'm going to drop is there anything i am interested to go for eb1a but i would like to consult a little bit more better and like somebody to do it i am not oh, i am not
1: the i am not the proper lawyer i give you a link for the proper okay, okay I can don't come to me better. for eb1a because i haven't done one in past 27 okay. years okay
0: thank you Thank you, you. for your thank
1: you guys thank you. Uh, the next conference call will be tomorrow at 4:30 pm thank you guys for coming in